You guys are listening to Tech TV podcasting series. In our show, we bring you the best in technologies, innovation, startups, fintech, artificial intelligence, cloud computing, and the latest and the greatest in technology. This show is brought to you by Eagle Communications. At the Eaglevator in Boca Raton, Florida. At the Eaglevator in Boca Raton, Florida. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. You guys are listening to Tech Head TV podcast from the Eaglevator in Boca Raton, Florida. And today we have a great guest, Dr. Amos there. How are you, doctor? I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me. Can you get closer to the mic? Yes. I know, I know you, you hate mics, but... Uh, thank you, thank you. Great, great, great. So... Doctor, um, tell me, like, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Docs. Like, like, your, what's your background? How do you become a doctor, and uh, what's your passion? Well, I'll save you the kindergarten stories, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I'm an, I'm born in Togo, uh, which is West Africa. Uh, for most who don't know Togo, but I arrived in the U.S. Uh, at the age of 18. Uh, for college and uh, went to a small liberal arts college in Illinois called Knox College. I was fortunate enough to get a full scholarship to go to college and also uh, was accepted to Yale Medical School and became a doctor. the overachiever that I am, I pursued uh, training in neurosurgery and became a neurosurgeon, a board certified neurosurgeon. I've practiced for over 20 years and uh, more recently, um, pursuing my second passion, which is medical technology. And for the last two and a half years, I am the CEO uh, and founder of MedMatch Network. Yes, and that's why you're here, Dr. Dr. Amos, because you are a technologist now um, and, uh, and a CEO and a manager, and you have teams in, um, I think it's uh, Ukraine, right, or some other countries? I have teams all over the world. You know, the world has become a small place now with uh, all the connectivity we have. I have teams in Europe, in South America, and, of course, uh, here in the U.S. that are, are helping us uh, make our vision come true. So let's come back to the vision, Doc. So like the vision for MedMatch is, uh, I think the word MedMatch sounds like matching medical something. <laughs> so I think people will imp- in- implicitly uh, have like an intuition of what it is. But why don't you tell the, 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 the audience what is MedMatch? So MedMatch is really a labor of love for me. Um, we doctors, uh, at least when I was practicing and still, uh, have been using uh, facts, uh, telephone, paper, and pen to uh, coordinating coordinate the care of my uh, of our patients. And in fact, I had one patient die uh, before getting to the care that uh, he needed. And I said, "Listen, we have the technology. Why don't we develop something that uses the technology that's already there?" So MedMatch has become a platform, uh, uh, electronic technology platform that connects doctors uh, as well as other medical providers or or, or labs and uh, other uh, services, medical services, and they can communicate easily. They can exchange information about their their patients. And most recently, we're very excited that we're now connecting the patients to that platform so the patients can 
uh, talk directly to the patient or find services on that platform. Great. So, uh, and actually, like one of the important things about MedMatch is that you have uh, an assistant. Always everybody dreams like, I wish I just call Alexa and say, or Siri, Siri, can you book an appointment with my doctor? <laughs> and then you're like, uh, no, nah, uh, Siri can do that, nor Alexa, but MedMatch can. Tell us about that. Yes, we are very excited about uh, our new uh, innovation and introduction onto the MedMatch network platform, uh, dubbed Ada. Ada is the virtual MedMatch medical assistant, and very soon everybody will be able to uh, take uh, Ada for a test drive. Uh, it comes down to just ease and access and convenience saving time and money and frustration for the patients. As a physician, that's always what I wanted to take care of patients when we started MedMatch. So now you can tell Ada, Ada, uh, please find me uh, a doctor, a dentist, or a primary care doctor in my geographic area that takes my insurance. And uh, I would like to see that doctor uh, next week uh, and Ada will come back to you in seconds and say, I found three that fits exactly your criteria and help you make those appointments without you having to go back and forth between the internet, the office, staying on the phone, calling. So pretty much your virtual assistant. Uh, that's what Ada will do. But Ada will be also a little bit smart. It will be like a, like a nurse, right? It will be like an right. AI nurse. Is that right, right. Doc? What's, right. what's the vision with that part? <laughs> yeah, you, I'm telling you the secret sauce here. So with uh, what we call generative AI, or uh, most people probably heard of ChatGPT now, we can now leverage that tool where Ada will be able to give you information uh, upon request. And that includes um, checking symptoms or um, giving you medical information, education, uh, as well as diagnosis. Uh, what we don't want Ada to do quite yet, and I don't know it's going, if it's going to happen anytime, is be a doctor. We, you, know, you still need a doctor, but Ada can connect you to the most qualified and readily available professional in your geographic area. So I, th I think Ada will replace is that the fact that sometimes we like, you know what, I've been having a back pain. Do you know a good like back doctor? <laughs> you tell your friends, right? Like kind of like that, very colloquially. Ada will be your friend like that. It'll be like, oh, what else? What else you have in your pain? It's like, exactly. a, is it like a, it's like a nerve? Is, have you had any problems with your uh, with your back before? Have you had any surgeries in the past before? And you will answer a few questions, and Ada will be like. You should see Dr. Amos. Well, no, it's not a referral for Dr. Dr. Amos here. It's just, this right. is for any doctor is around your vicinity that could right. be qualified enough to right. to help you. So, but but in that, that GPT world, I think you you're writing an article, I guess, or I don't know if you already wrote it uh, about a little bit of the situation, the ethical me me methods and and, com and complications, contradictions, and in, right. in, in terms right. of that, right? Well, so we we really. Um, have to accept the fact that with every breakthrough, every technology or scientific breakthrough, there are going to be pros and cons. And we in the medical uh, field at least have experienced that when it came to human genetic engineering and cloning. So there are some similarities between that and the application of AI right now. So some of the ethical concerns that a lot of people have is that autonomy and control. 
that you know uh, we are going to build robots that will take over the world. They have a mind of their own and may do harm. So this this debate has been going on in the medical field. Like the Skynet? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. I'm sure you've watched a few uh, movies. Like the Terminator? Uh, like the Terminator. But we've had those ethical discussions. And what has helped us is several... Um, several laws or even agreements, international agreements, and there are some really good UNESCO recommendations on the use of artificial intelligence, just like they leveraged and they lean in when we were having the uh, human genetic engineering as well. And it, it comes down to, you know, setting boundaries, you, you understand? And it, it could just take one bad apple to spoil it all for everyone. Uh, let's let's put a little bit of pause, Doctor. Just give me one second. Uh, sure, no problem. Hey, hey, Doc. We're, we're, we're doing uh, Doctor Amos. He has a you know a whole bed match. Uh-huh. So what does he do? Well, but you have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Okay. Can I call you tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Anytime. Good to see you. 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 No, that's absolutely. That's, that's one of them, and then Jeff, and my friend Jeff. The guy Listen, you got to, you, you got the podcast now. We can send we it. We need to cut it. We need to cut this part. <laughs> <We can. laughs> um, and we're back. We had a little break here. We had an investor that he was stopping by, and then we couldn't say bye to him. And he is uh, he's a good uh, supporter, and we have big plans for the accelerator, including investing in biotech companies and medical technology companies, just like MedMatch Network which what we said is like a very crucial. So the doctor, so what do you think is gonna happen with this ethical consideration? It's something that maybe the medical board will have to like address at one point and add it to your medical uh, certification requirements. Yeah. Well, for people working specifically in genetic you know, cloning and engineering, definitely there are rules and guidelines for doing that and there are international guidelines for that. And for artificial, the implication for artificial intelligence are the same. And I think that, you know, we really need to guide how, you know, we advance using AI. There has to be limitations. There has to be transparency. There has to be human-centered values uh, and democratic participation. There has to be fairness. The, the, one of the worst things that can happen, as I talked about, is autonomy and control and the AI taking over uh, and doing stupid things, but also we must be concerned about bias. You know, whenever, you know, in genetic engineering, you could select and create a total, a, a total different clone of people that is, uh, with no diversity. And depending on who is pushing that agenda, that's very dangerous. In artificial intelligence, the same thing can happen. The where, same. I mean, if the information that's being fed to the artificial intelligence, if it's biased, 
what's going to come every time you ask for a person is going to be a person that you know was fed to that that, that uh, an answer that was fed to that AI. So all those things are considerations, and 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 it's it, you know it's democracy again once more has to play its role here, and but we also have to make sure that we have the boundaries uh, in place to make sure that we we don't over uh, uh, reach. Right, right, right. Because uh, the the main consideration, like I think I will I will discuss in this this uh, feature a few weeks ago here in one of the podcasts, is that the AI, the training of the AI, is the value. A lot of people don't they think that is the software. No, it's the training. So in fact, like uh, ChatGPT is a very generic algorithm that if you have some background in artificial intelligence, you can pretty much copy it. But um, but essentially, the values in the training and the training data and how do you use that data, I think, are the two most important aspects of any of these technological innovations. Of course, there's changes in AI that have been um, modified uh, to make it faster, to learn with less number of samples. But um, in, in essentially, I think the ethical issue that Dr. Amos is, is describing as found in genetics, I think, has to be addressed. And I think at one some point they should be most likely even be regulated by the by the law, just like the HIPAA compliance exists today, right? There should be a, a an AI compliance or something. Well, absolutely. I mean, the UNESCO has made some recommendations as to what we should do when it comes to artificial intelligence. But again, history we've learned from history when it comes to regulating uh, again uh, human genetic en- engineering and also. Um, uh, cloning. So yes, I think we can apply those same standards to to AI. It's going to be it's going to be difficult because you know um, there there will be you know companies or parties that are operating in in silos or in hideouts and coming out with all type of things. But uh, we we're gonna have to find ways to monitor this this development. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting what happened in the next few years. But what are the next steps for MedMatch? When are we? Uh, do you have any target dates for a launch, for a soft launch? Where can people sign up? Where, where can those anxious patients looking for help can be can have the solution in their hands? Absolutely, absolutely. So we will have a page app uh, in the next day or two, MedMatchNet.com. Uh, and medmatchnet.com, you will be able to sign up for the early release and test drive of ADA. Uh, so um, be looking out for that. Uh, in fact, I will say possibly by tomorrow, you can go to uh, medmatchnet.com and uh, all you have to do is enter your phone number and as soon as it's released, you'd be one of the first to test drive your virtual assistant, medical assistant. Just in case you don't know, tomorrow is April 6th or April 7th, depending on when you when we post this podcast. But April 6th or 7th is when you will be able to try MedMatch Network. So we're going to post the links down below as well, so make sure that you're you're aware of that here on our YouTube channel. So, Doctor, and what are, what is next after after you, you re, re, what's the roadmap looking like? What's, what, what are the next steps for the MedMatch Network? Well, we want to release the virtual assistant. Once we release the virtual assistant, this is going to give you a gateway to our application, which is medmatchnet.com. Once you download our application, it will pretty much give you a gateway to several things. We're gonna make it easy for you to find providers. We're gonna start helping you to aggregate 
or put together all your records, you basically can, you should, you should put all your records in one place and we're gonna make it easy for you to request from your doctor to aggregate your records. Because with that, you can go anywhere. We're gonna make it easy for you to have a calendar. Uh, now you have to log into many portals to your primary care, to your specialist. We're gonna aggregate all of that into one place. But the most exciting part is a marketplace where you can go and on that marketplace, you can find several tools that you can use at home, education to improve yourself and a lot of other things that are not accessible to you right now, but that are coming up. So it'll be a, 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 an exciting gateway for you to experience the, the future of, of medicine and what it has to offer. Today, not tomorrow, right? The future <laughs> amazing. But uh, yeah, so, so we're gonna post down also here, down below a link to his uh, pitch deck which uh, Dr. Amos has uh, gladly shared with the audience so you can learn more about it if you're an investor. You can find us here at the Eaglevator here in uh, Boca Raton. You can go and meet him and meet his dog. He, I don't know if you guys know, but he has a, a very amazing dog. I think he's the most intelligent dog I have ever made. Thank you. Is it right? That, thank you. Marlon is, uh, is a Malinois, is a Belgian Malinois, and he's a service dog and uh, just a great companion. Uh, and it, it's it's uh, it, it's 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 he's special. She's, she's, he's the CDO, the <laughs> chief dog officer. <laughs> the chief dog officer. <laughs> Maybe we should add it to the page, like, like That's CDO. Right. He, like, he puts in fourteen hours a day. <laughs> he does actually. He's uh, he's helping you. <laughs> he's always there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's gonna serve a little bit like a one born equity. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's gonna be the mascot of MedMatch Network. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like the Dogecoin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, well, anyway, so like Do Do Dr. Amos said, do we have any, like, uh, more more stuff to, to, to share with the audience? Any exciting news that you want to share on the last uh, remarks? Yeah. Well, listen, uh, it's, this is a very exciting times. Uh, it's, uh, as a physician, um, I think that uh, digital health is, is, is here. Um, my vision is to make access uh, easier. Uh, we have technology to do that and for doctors to be able to also provide that. Uh, and these are exciting times. So I'm very excited in this space. Uh, there are wearables that you can use. There are all these digital platforms that we want to make them accessible. We, we really truly want to make them accessible to get the information you need to, to get the, the care you need. And, and there are other things that are coming down the pipe, you know, uh, and we'll be coming back and releasing them and, and, and letting you know. Excellent news. Thank you very much, guys. I think we have come to an end of the show. So stay tuned for more uh, news and updates for the Tech TV show here from the Eaglevator. And I am part of MedMatch too, so I, I just want to make sure that full disclosure, I'm part of uh, Dr. Amos' uh, team. So. You guys are aware of that too, so have a great day and, uh, and enjoy your weekend. Take care. Bye. This show is brought to you by Eagle Communications at the Eaglevator in Boca Raton, Florida.
This show is brought to you by Igla Communications at the Eaglevator in Boca Raton, Florida.